Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and we are back on this Friday episode for you guys. This is going to be, guys, a little episode of just, you know, Leafs talk and promo school. I felt that this is an episode we can probably combine both. It may be a bit longer. It may not be. But I thought that there wasn't, you know, there's only one Leafs game in in. in in the meantime of the last episode, so I thought this would be the perfect time to combine them. And, you know, we haven't covered wrestling. There's a lot of crazy stuff week by week being out there, being put out there. And you guys know, before we get into this episode, this is episode number 70 on the channel. You guys know we're joined by my dad today. Um, dad, how are you today on this Friday? And it's Maple Leafs game day. Uh, it's always an exciting day when there's a Leafs game on. And then, uh, yeah. to, you know, talk about a great event that the uh, WWE uh, held uh, last weekend, uh, so it's exciting. So let's go. Yeah, it was a it was an exciting event. You know, you felt that you know it, it was a big day because we covered you know Ryan O'Reilly's debut, and and obviously, um, it was Elimination Chamber. You know, I was watching the pre-show, and all you heard was "fu Roman chance on the pre-show, which was a like incredible, you know, loud Sami Zayn chance. But I thought this pay-per-view was so far it, it was the right decisions. Um, leading up to the main event, I thought Oscar should have won. I thought the Bobby Lashley Brock Lesnar match was really, really disappointing and underwhelming, like all their matches have been. I'm I'm confused where they're going, but it looks like Bray Wyatt and Bobby, and then Brock. We'll talk about Brock's plans later on. Um, Edge and Beth win. I thought that was actually a bit surprising. I thought for sure Rhea was gonna win as she is the Royal Rumble winner, but she didn't get pinned in this match. And it looks like they're gonna do Edge and Finn, obviously at WrestleMania. Austin Theory retains. Sets up maybe Theory and Cena WrestleMania and Rollins and Logan Paul. As you see, like, you know, the more and more we go down it, it goes um, it goes to each feud and, and every match leading to each feud. And it's WrestleMania season. But let's talk about the main event. Um, Roman Reigns' entrance. Now, that entrance, I have never seen booze like that in a while. Um, unbelievable booze. Like, he was getting, like, people were swearing at him. He was getting loud, loud booze. Throughout the entire night, throughout the entire match, and Sami Zayn had that amazing entrance. You know the fans were hyped for him, um, and and this is a great match. You know it wasn't, you know, a match where it's like, oh my god, this is crazy. It was just simply put, a good match. Nothing too crazy. You didn't need to do anything crazy because you know the crowd itself was going to be hyped enough. You could do whatever you wanted. You can get away with the simplest of matches, and I thought it was a great match put together. You saw Jimmy Uso come out there and try to cost him the match, Sammy the match, but he kicked out. But I think the real thing was Jay Uso came. And, um, you know, Roman Reigns gave him the chair, and it looks like Jay's going to hit him. Jay was reluctant, and then Reigns grabbed the chair from him, pushing him away. And then Sammy Zayn comes in for the spear, but misses Roman, hits Jay, and then Roman obviously wins the match, leading to, obviously, chair shots and um, and a spear, a final spear. And then Kevin Owens comes out, obviously, to make the save. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious now, you know, what did you think about this match? Like, this is a match that I thought was one of the most anticipated matches in the last few years, like a really, really big match. It had that big fight feel and that feel that we haven't like, you know, felt in a while, just based on a storyline that was put together and long-term booking. And I thought this is a great match. I think now, you know, in the moment I was a little bit disappointed with the result, but now that, you know, the day goes on and weeks go on, I think it was the right decision, but I think that match and that atmosphere, I think you'd have to agree was really, really special. And one of the best, if not, it should be match of the year already. And we're already in February. Look, you know, maybe it's because of the hockey, you know, the Leafs have the hatred for each other, uh, you know, for the, for the, for the city, uh, but I, I, I gotta give it to uh, <laughs> the, the, 
be uh, Montreal uh, uh, fans. I got to give credit where it's due. Um, you know, this is, uh, as you said, um, the most uh, booze, the most cheers I've heard in a long, long time. I mean, throughout the match, they were involved. Uh, it just makes it more exciting, even, you know, uh, even if the match isn't that good, but yeah. you know the match was great. So, um, you know, I think uh, yeah, they 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 did it right. Uh, obviously, you know, some percentage of any fan, you know, really wanted Sammy to win, but uh, deep down, I think everybody knew uh, that wasn't possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but uh, you know, <laughs> the hope is 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 always a good thing. So everybody did have hope, but. Uh, yeah, uh, put on a great show, as you said. Uh, it was a great match, and uh, yeah, and and uh, you know, I I mean, I'm just gonna agree with you to say that they did it right. Yeah, and I think this is this is the right decision. Um, but let, let's move. Let's. This is another topic that we can kind of correlate to this. It's it has to do with Cody Rhodes and, and Roman Reigns. Now, there's been a lot of speculation as of late that you know people believe that Roman Reigns is gonna retain at WrestleMania. Now, I thought about I'm like what, what? No, there's no way. Well. A thousand days is around the corner. I think they said shortly after WrestleMania, he will be, I think going to WrestleMania, he's at 940, 950 days. So they, they're saying, you know, WWE loves around numbers. They want to get the 1,000. So there's a chance that he may retain. And there's also reports. We'll talk about the report. And we'll talk about how we actually feel about this report, if it's true. And this is from Dave Meltzer. Um, he said that the stuff with Cody and Heyman, they were very concerned about Sammy Chance, which is one of the reasons why they got Heyman out there in seconds. They did not want Cody in there by himself because they thought that it didn't happen, obviously, but they thought everything in their power to make sure that he kept moving. They did not allow the audience to start a chant or chant anything like it was going back and forth. It was designed to give the audience no chance to chant of the feeling that it would hurt Cody's momentum, and perhaps it would, and that would create a groundswell for Zayn, which is exactly what they don't want right now. Now, um... Do I think this is? I I don't agree with this report. I don't think that's the case. Like I get it, Sammy's getting chance. It was also in Ottawa that may be the case. So that's a thing to monitor in the few the few weeks leading up to WrestleMania. Um, but now you know I I do feel for Cody because you know people are starting to doubt like the storyline. Like it doesn't involve him. He shouldn't be the one to do it. Which I I think he should. I think it it ties in, and we haven't really seen Cody and Roman face to face. I think once we see that, then we'll obviously know that this is the right man. But Again, if they didn't have both titles on one guy, then you can split the titles, give Zayn one, give Ro- and, and give Cody the other. But I don't agree with this report. I get it. Sami Zayn is the biggest star right now. And, you know, people aren't happy that he's, you know, he's in a big time match, but it's not the match of, of the show. And I think that this report, you know, it's only been one report. I'm curious, Dad, what do you think about this? Like, do you agree? Like, what, what are your thoughts on the report? And, and I think... I'm curious, do you agree that Cody is the guy to beat Roman? Or do you see there's a possibility that Roman potentially, you know, retains at WrestleMania, gets the 1,000 days, and maybe someone like, you know, I doubt it, but maybe Jey Uso or maybe Sami Zayn is the one to actually dethrone him? Well, I think, look, if if last week is any indication um, yeah. who should actually beat him, uh, it's, 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 it's very clear. And I think, you know... Mm-hmm. WWE has been all in with Roman over this last, uh, you know, four or five years. I would even say. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 without a doubt, you know, he he makes it to the thousandth uh, uh, day, and uh, I think then, you know, you are gonna see one of the other guys uh, 
mm-hmm. instead of Cody that's eventually going to uh going to beat him and dethrone him and honestly i i i hope that's what the case and 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 if it is you know i'll be really uh really happy because i you know that that's that, that's how it should be yeah and i think that you know the more and more time goes on i think you know the like some fans on on, on social media are speculating that maybe he actually wins now I, I get it. I, I don't see that happening. You know, I, I, I think the next topic will tie into this too, of who's actually booking this. Now, there, there's rumors, you know, Fightful Select, who are one of the most credible, if not the most credible, have stated that there is a talent. You know, a talent has said that they believe Vince McMahon is back in power, um, stuff like that. And then, you know, he was told, there's another reporter, um, PW Torch with Wade Keller. I was told today that Vince McMahon is not involved in WWE creative. You know, maybe he has his thoughts, I guess, inputted in, but he does not have the final say. Triple H has said that multiple, multiple, multiple times. Um, but there was a match announced for Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Now, Omos, if you're not, you know, people don't know who that is. You know, he's that big um seven foot tall uh, you know they call him I, I don't know some i don't know what they call him but he's got a nickname but he is with mvp and people expect you know this is a typical vince mcmahon match and people you know there's more and more reports um that you know this was not triple h's original plans for lesnar and it got changed to this match so i i wanted to ask you dad do you believe that you know even if he doesn't have the final say you got to believe that Vince McMahon definitely, definitely, as of now, after this match was announced with Brock Lesnar, which I'm surprised, like, this is the match. Like, I guess Omos and MVP called him on a Monday Night Raw. People thought that was, you know, okay, they're just trying to just throw it out there for next week, and then he'll have his real opponent. It doesn't look like that's the case. It looks like that's the match they're going with. And I think that he's definitely involved in some manner, and I'm curious how you feel about this. You know, some things are starting to change. You know, an, an angle here, but it looks like on the weekly television, it, it looks like a Triple H run show. Well, you see, look, you know, there's there's more more to this than than you know meets the eye kind of thing. Um, if you if you uh, you know look at a lot of the reports, um, there's reports out there that uh, they are going to sell WWE to to some you know some rich billionaires from the Middle East. Now. Uh, if that is the case, now if, if if that is the case, I think the 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 issue here is um, if WWE is still going to be you know Vince's or you know Triple H run, you know they've got shareholders to answer to and different different things. But um, if they're thinking of selling it, I don't think Vince is going to care what anybody thinks. Uh, yeah. He wants his last footprint, I think, on on, on whatever goes on in the last little bit, uh, if they're serious about selling it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I think he, you know, they're saying $9 billion. I, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's ridiculous. I mean, I, I know yeah. that, you know, uh, those those Middle Eastern guys throw money at uh, mm-hmm. stuff that whatever, but that's that's a little bit out of the park, I think. So uh, it's, it's, it's a confusing situation. Uh, but uh, I know Vince is the type of guy that I don't think he can stay away <laughs> no matter what because uh, these old, yeah. old uh, rich boys uh, club, they think that they can do anything and, and get away with get away with it. So, um, yeah. uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in there, uh, you know, involved in all this. Yeah, and it's obviously it's something to monitor. Like, this is one storyline. Okay, maybe he wanted it changed. Again, it is his company. Um, but let's see, you know, let's see what happens so far. It looks like the car in the match card that everyone suspected it to be. This is the only shock. And I thought that, you know, 
Brock has really not had that many great matches. I thought this was a great opportunity to have a good good match at WrestleMania against Bray Wyatt, maybe. I thought that was definitely what they're going to go with, especially because they, ha- they have some history in the slightest compared to Bobby Lashley and, and Bray Wyatt. But, you know, that's that should still be a great match. We'll see how that goes. Um, other plans, you know, Trish Stratus was actually supposed to be at the Monday Night Raw. She's also from Toronto, but it was in Ottawa. Uh, but they changed the plans, so she was not there. I think she's going to be involved in the match at WrestleMania as well. Um, other plans that they have, you know, there's some women's tag team titles matches with damage control versus, um, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, again, Lesnar and Omos, Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley, another match that they're planning there. Um, so we'll see what happens there, but a few matches are starting to pile up on the, on the undercard. So we'll monitor that as time goes on, hoping next week, you know, we'll see there is SmackDown tonight. We'll see if something happens with Sami Zayn. Um, and then Roman Reigns, I'm not sure if he's advertised, but, you know, he is advertised. Um, an- another thing, too, about the championship match with Cody and Roman. Roman is advertised for a Toronto house show just before WrestleMania, but Roman Reigns is not advertised for Money in the Bank, which is, I believe, in July at the O2 Arena in London, England. So that's something to keep an eye out. You know, maybe that's a little giveaway if he's not going to win. Um, but we'll see. You know, you never know what WWE, they, they change last things. They changed things, you know, at the last minute. You know, I, I Undertaker's streak got ended on the day of. They changed it. So let's see what happens there. Um, but now we'll switch to Leafs talk. Now, this was a game that um, against Buffalo that I don't think we were expecting to to see the, the amount of goals that we did. Um, you know, Ryan O'Reilly, I think that, you know, we, we talked about it, that I think it's a better fit for maybe him on the third line. You know, I thought it was a better fit on the third line. Spread, you know, the great center depth that you have, obviously. But Ryan O'Reilly, he scores a hat trick. Um, Mitch Marner, absolutely beautiful passes to Ryan O'Reilly. Now, you know, there was a funny little picture of Ryan O'Reilly scoring and then a fan um, flipping him off in the crowd there when, when he scored that empty netter with, with uh, Tavares and right on his left. But um, a great, great game by the Leafs. You know, they almost coughed it up at the end. You know, they gave up those three unanswered goals and then Ryan O'Reilly puts it away 6-3. But this was a great game. Like I, I, you know, Jeff O'Neill tweeted out, I hope alumni gets rings. I know you pointed that out, dad, but I'm, I'm, wanted to ask you, how do you feel about that game from Ryan O'Reilly against his former team? You know, they said that he never scored a multi-goal game as, as a Sabre in that arena. And he comes back here as a Leaf and he scores a hat trick. I thought it was a great game for that line. And I'm really, really looking forward to see what they do tonight against Minnesota, who's on the second half of their back-to-back. Look, you know, I mean, we've, you know, we've seen him before, not as much as, you know, we're going to see him now because he plays mm-hmm. for the Leafs, but, you know, we've heard about him. But, I mean, you know, the, 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 the first goal was amazing, but the second goal when Marner put that pass through yeah. and, you know, he was in right on the goalie, the calmness, mm-hmm. you know, the, the stick handling and the way, you know, the, the shot, you know, right up. Like he 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 you know it's a, it's a that's a goal scorer's goal that you know yeah. it wasn't just a he oh he got the puck okay let me just shoot it and then hope that goes in no 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 you know he looked he you know he 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 put it up there and 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 it was just so calm uh, and yeah. uh, and that and that's something that you know uh, you know we needed uh, and uh, it was just impressive uh, you know and and uh, I think. Uh, um, the guys were looking for him a little bit more than they should have. I think. Yeah. Um, it, it, why the game became a little closer than it should. They wanted him to get a hat trick sooner. Uh, but uh, you know, it was. I mean, they came out. 
uh, firing on all cylinders. And yeah. uh, just imagine, imagine when once, um, you know, say, the, you, know, you know, the other line gets going as well. Um, you know, I don't think, uh, um, I think Nylander had a, uh, a goal and assist. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I know that Matthews uh, it just had the one shot. So imagine, mm-hmm. you know, if he 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 gets going and then he, with these three guys now, uh, yeah. you know, it's 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 they're going to be unstoppable, and uh, it's it's great to see. And and and, and I, I totally agree. It's uh, I just can't wait to see what they do tonight. Yeah, and and you bring that up about Matthews. I think they said that amongst forwards, he leads the NHL and block shots. Like who would have thought Austin Matthews leads the league block shots. But when you watch the games, defense to offense, defense to offense, I like, he just, he doesn't need to get points. Like people are saying, Oh man, he's having an off year. He's not, he's really not. If you watch his game, it's not all about points. It's not all about points. What he's been doing and generating offense, you know, you see when he's not in the lineup and compared to when he is, he is flying out there and, you know, he's still probably going to get 35, 40 goals this year. And apparently that's an off year. Uh, but I guess, you know, what he's brought to the table, 60 goals last year. But I agree with you that this, this is a really, really good team. Like that line was on fire. You know, they nest, they basically have two first lines. They basically have two first lines and Noel Achari too. You know, he's really, really been a great bottom six player. Like he's a perfect bottom six player to have. Bunting is stepping up. He had a nice little goal there. Um, but yeah, this team is really, really scary to play against right now. Um, Nylander also had a goal, as you mentioned, but this is a really great complete game. Um, Lilligren played really, really well. Riley is starting to look like himself. He's got eight points in his last eight. Um, so that's good to see. Another thing about the defense um defensive side it looks like jake muzzin you know he his season is over as well we learned that this week uh just two days ago and they're going to shut him down and you know the day after they, they announced that he's at practice with the team talking with the team so i'm glad that he's still around the group because he he's a really really great player to have and i feel bad for him and how his career has went but um he is a guy that is is crucial for playoff success and i thought he brought it every single time you know injuries add up and, and it sucks in the, in the sport obviously but hoping he's okay and it's a, it's a really scary injury so i'm glad that you know he's still around the team and, and he can still provide that leadership that you saw in the documentary as well um but a little i guess reliefs rivals talk it looks like the capitals got both dimitri orlov and hathaway um yesterday you know, Hathaway is like he's like a completely. He, he it's it's like he was just born to be a Bruin. The way that he plays, he he is a typical Bruin style hockey player. And Dmitry Orlov to add to that blue line, you know what? Boston is looking scary and scarier. Like I thought they they were a team to be obviously you know afraid of, but I didn't think they were good. I thought they would choke. I didn't think they were good enough. But now, like this, this is this is a really, really dangerous team. Now, I wanted to ask you, um, Dad, that you know, do you think this puts Dubis in a hot seat in a sort of way based on that move? Because you know they made a similar move, they get up similar assets. But um, I think I, I I would take Ryan O'Reilly and Noel Achari, obviously. But you know, I, I'm curious. Do you think that this puts the hot seat on Dubis to make another move? I know we are expecting him to make another move. I think he is going to make another move. But I'm wondering if that put some pressure on him. I thought it was funny too, apparently on Kipper and Bourne, they're talking about Orlov trade would have been better for the Leafs instead of Ryan O'Reilly. Leafs need to trade for a goalie was mentioned today because of Matt Murray. And, you know, he looks like he'll be back next Wednesday against um, the Edmonton Oilers. And then Sandine is worth a third or fourth, similar to Travis German is what was apparently said today. So that's another thing I just saw just as we're recording this, but 
I'm wondering, you know, based on this move by the Bruins, does this rattle you in any sort of way? I mean, look, you know, did they get a couple of, uh, you know, nice pieces to, that's gonna, they're going to fit in nicely? Uh, yes. But, uh, you know, overall, I think now, as you said, we've got two first lines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, w- with the speed and, uh, you know, I know Boston's having an unbelievable season, but yeah. you take the speed and the skill in the seven-game series, I think uh, they're going to find cracks, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, small little nagging injuries to some of the older Boston guys. Uh, they all sort of add up when it's when it's just two teams, you know, playing each other for the next two weeks. So I, I'm not too worried about it. I think, you know, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice move. But I, you know, again, uh, uh, Nick Kiprios, like, uh, you know, <laughs> saying somebody else rather than, you know, come on, like that's that's ridiculous. I mean, especially uh, after the guy just scored three goals in the last mm-hmm. game. You know, you're going to come out and say that nonsense. Uh, uh, you know, I, on my way home today around 3 o'clock, uh, I think that's when the show comes on. I switched to uh, to a different uh, channel. Uh, I, I just didn't want to listen to him. I think he's just becoming a little annoying with all this, you know, uh, just to cause a controversy, say stuff. I mean, this is, you, you know, you want to have a serious talk show. Uh, but it's almost like this guy just uh, wants to be like the Jerry Springer here in Toronto. Yeah, and then, and, you know, the producer, Sam McKee, said, I still think the best player in either trade is Ryan O'Reilly, and it, it, it's true. Like, I, I'm confused how the narrative on the show, like, I, I, I like Justin Bourne. I like Kiprios, but, you know, the stuff that he's saying as of late, I don't really agree with. And I, I, I'm just curious, you know, like, okay, they got Dimitri Orlov, he's a big defenseman, but, you know, the Leafs can still out a big defenseman on a cheaper cost. Like, they don't need a superstar defenseman. I know everyone pounds at that, oh, my God, Leafs need defense, Leafs need defense. Look at how they play when so many defensemen got injured and, and hurt. I know playoffs is a different animal, but I, I if I were to make a move right now, I, I, don't, I honestly think I'd go for left winger. I think the defense is fine. Now, maybe you want to get, okay, get Justin Hole out of the lineup, but if you're going to make a move, it should be, you don't want a seventh or eighth defenseman. You don't want a 13th forward. You don't want any of that. You should be getting a guy that's going to kick someone else out of the lineup. And that's how it's going to make your team better. Um, and, you know, they put Josh, uh, Joey, Joey Anderson, sorry, on waivers. He did not get claimed, thankfully. Um, you know, a lot of people in the, in the league like to claim Leafs players. So he will still be a Leaf. Um, but the puck drop is today at 7 p.m. A nice little episode for you guys. We cover both sides of the of the show here. Um, and any last words got today for the podcast, you know, Leafs obviously against Minnesota. And then next week we will have Leafs talk for you guys on Tuesday, covering today's game and Sunday's game. And then when uh, Thursday, we will have promo school. And then Friday, we're going to cover the trade deadline. Maybe the Leafs make a move by then, but next Friday, the same time next Friday, we'll be talking about some big trades, not maybe just about the Leafs, but around the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just to touch up on the last point, like Orloff, yeah, uh, you know they're saying, oh, he's mobile, offensive-minded defenseman. I mean, he has three goals this year, and two of those goals are in overtime, which is three on three. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, I'm not too too worried. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, people just go back, uh, you know, a few years how you know how he played when Washington won, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's uh, it's a few years afar from that, you know, and. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't think he's the same player anymore. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I think I think I think we we should be okay with the firepower we have. 
yeah, I think this team is perfectly fine. Like there, this is a, a really, really fun team to watch. You know, um, you see the behind the scenes, you see the the, the tweets and in uh, about the press conferences and all that that they have, and it's it looks like a really, really fun team. So they will have um, Samson out back in the lineup uh, as as the starter, obviously, as you guys know, Joseph Wool as the backup. They're going back with Riley and Hole tonight. Um, Justin Hall, sorry. So the, that should be something to keep an eye out for. So we'll see that. Um, but let's see, you know, the Leafs, obviously a move or two way. And I think that they're the team to beat. Honestly, I think that it may sound crazy. I may sound like a typical Leafs fan, but a move or two way, you know, they add another left wing, they add a defense in too. That'd be amazing. That'd be ideal. Um, but well, let's see how this plays out. A lot of great players still out there. We'll see what happens. Thank you guys for listening today. Go Leafs go. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks guys.